the old renaissance is the new renaissance standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction this is the harlem brewing company uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste a sound and a feeling that can only be described in one way harlem style so come and take a trip on the a train with our harlem sugar hill golden ale and our harlem renaissance whip beer the neighborhood original sponsored by harlem beer distributing north carolina for more information log on to their website at harlembeernc.com i done seen it all my god uh, i done seen it all oh my god i swear Nothing new under the sun. Nobody with up with sun. I got a couple of sons, a couple of guns, a couple of in that bus of the party. It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Friday, March 5th. I'm Donald Ware. It's Friday! Of course, we have week three of the HBCU football season. It begins, the spring season, it begins on tomorrow. Before we take a look, at the Boxtero National Game of the Week. Let's take a look at the schedule. Alabama AM going to be on the road taking on South Carolina State. Lincoln of Missouri at home taking on UT Permian Basin. Arkansas Pine Bluff on the road taking on Southern. Texas Southern is on the road taking on Prairie View AM. And Tennessee State is at home hosting Jacksonville State in OVC play. Grambling is going to be hosting Jackson State. And this is a game, this is one of the better rivalries in all of HBCU football. I mean, this rivalry goes back a long way when you think about some of the greats that have come out of this rivalry. Uh, You know, whether it's been uh, Walter Payton or Robert Brazil on the Jackson State side, whether, you know, it's been Willie Davis, you know, Buck Buchanan, on the Grambling side, Eddie Robinson, W.C. Gordon. I mean, this rivalry is one of the best. And when you talk about uh, a, a game where you're going to see, uh, well, in normal times where you would see a stadium field, uh, this is this is that this is that particular game. Now, of course, we go back to 2013. When, if you remember, or those that don't know, Grambling, and it, it was a national story. I mean, Grambling uh, decided, I mean, the, the, the conditions that the student athletes were playing in, they felt like the conditions were extremely bad, uh, decided, and just some things that happened. Doug Williams had been fired a little bit earlier, uh, a couple of games earlier, maybe. They were taking bus rides to long places, and the student athletes had had enough. That was a big story. And if you remember, the game that Grambling decided not to play was the Jackson State game. And so the penalty from the conference was that for so many years, I don't remember what it what it was, but I think they've gone back to the home and home. But ultimately, Grambling had to play at Jackson State for so many years in a row. If I'm not mistaken, and I'm thinking, I, I, and, and no, I think, it, I think it's gone back. I'd have to go back and look. I mean, I don't think this is the first game they're playing in quite some time uh, at Grambling, but it was a couple of years that this game was strictly played at, at, excuse me, at Jackson State, where the game was strictly played at Jackson State because uh, the SWAC penalized Grambling. 
So, again, Jackson State already has a game under its belt. And I think if you, you know, look at what Jackson State was able to accomplish against, uh, against obviously, Edward Waters, I mean, it wasn't the greatest opponent. But you get out on the field, you're able to kind of get, you know, get seeing what you have. You know, I think I thought Jalen Jones uh, from a little bit of the game that I saw, you know, obviously did some good things, looked pretty good. But, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you know, he wasn't doing it against a Grambling team that is going to be very, very good. You know, one of the things that I'm looking at, and I'm going to break down the matchup, another thing that I'm looking at is when I look at the revised, because the SWAC had come out with an all, you know, a preseason all SWAC, team it had come out in January well once Alcorn State opted out they revised it came out with a new list and so where Felix Harper was the quarterback on the first team and Aquil Glass was the quarterback on the second team Aquil Glass is now the quarterback on the first team and Ladarius Skelton is the quarterback on the second team and I think if you're Jeremy Hickbottom you know you got to feel disrespected in a way Whereas you weren't, I mean, I don't think he would have been the first team quarterback because Aquil Glass is very, very good. Not, there's nothing, not to take anything away from Jeremy Hickbottom. But I mean, you're not a second team guy, and Ladarius Skelton is. And again, Ladarius Skelton is very, very good. But there was even some question, and a lot of that is, a lot of that is just to put competition uh, with quarterbacks, right? Because even if you listen to the HBCU Football Daily podcast, okay. Uh, when we previewed Southern and we had Carlos Brown, who follows follows Southern very, very closely come on, he indicated at the time that there was a quarterback battle. Um, and then we had last a uh, couple of weeks ago, um, ultimately coming on the program uh, was uh, was uh, uh, Dawson Odoms, excuse me, the head football coach at, at Southern. He came on. Uh, on our program, Series XM Channel 84, the day of the game. So, listen, uh, y- you know, if you're Jeremy Hickbottom, right, and you, you know, you you know what you can bring to the table, I mean, it's one thing. I mean, he's already got some competition in-house because, remember, Broderick Fobbs, there was to be that competition. Matter of fact, they, they going back a couple of years ago, they used the two-quarterback system with Jeremy Hickbottom's bottom he took over the reins uh pretty much on last year but you know the coaches are always going to kind of feel that competition so you know if you're hit bottom like you you feel like okay I'm the guy but there's no guarantees right like there's no guarantees that Jer- that that at least in his mind and from what maybe Broderick Fobbs is saying I mean I, and I think when Bro- Bro- when coach Fobbs came on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. I mean, he definitely said, hey, right now, uh, our guy, as a matter of fact, is Jeremy Hickbottom, okay? But Jeremy Hickbottom had a pretty good season in 2019. And to be now the second team guy, I think, has to sort of light a fire, uh, if you will, under Jeremy Hickbottom. Like, he's got to know, he's got to go out, He, you know, he wants to show everybody. Now, I mean, I think his numbers and the numbers that he put up uh, speak for themselves, but I'm sure he's going to want to go out and say, hey, you guys didn't even select me, okay, as 
the top guy. And so I feel like, you know, I feel like he's a guy that really uh, was going to go out and really have something or going to want to go out and really prove that, hey, I should have been on that second team. And, you know, one of the questions uh, when Coach Fobbs appeared on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, I asked him straight up, you know, do you feel like, hey, with Deion Sanders coming into the conference, everybody's talking about Jackson State and a lot of, you know, mostly the fan base because if you look at the coaches and the picks, Jackson State has not been picked high in that Eastern Division, but everybody's crowning Jackson State the champion. They have all these transfers and all of that. And I asked Coach Fobbs what he thought of that, and this is what he had to say. No, because I don't really answer it. You know, I'm focused on Grambling State University and and us playing football. At the end of the day, you know, we've played this game, we've coached this game for a number of years, and the only thing that matters is what we do and how we plan to do things. So uh, we can't control other things. We just control what we can control, make sure that we're in the right headspace and we're playing the game the right way. And to be exact, I asked Coach Fobbs what he thought about all of the talk uh, about Deion Sanders and Jackson State and did, hit bother, and did it bother him, and that was ultimately his response. And I think – I mean, I think – you can't like you can't allow for it to bother you. Uh, and, and again, Gramlin's won an HBCU national championship in Broderick Fobbs's time as the head coach since 2014. They've won two SWAC championships. Uh, and so, I, I, I mean, I got to feel like to some degree, he may say it doesn't, but under, you know, he's going to focus what he's got to focus on. It's no doubt. But he also wants, it's no doubt that he wants Grambling to be talked about as well. Um, I mean, it's one thing if you talk about, you know, uh, Southern, because, I mean, the last couple of years, Southern has had Grambling's number. And Southern has been the Western Division champs. Or if you talk about Alcorn State, two-time defending champs. But not Jackson State, who Grambling has had Jackson State's number the last, you know, couple of years or the last couple of times that they've met. So, you know, maybe the players get up for this kind of thing. Maybe it bothers the players and Gramlin is knowing that it is put in the work, had a winning season in 2019. Uh, Maybe it bothers them uh, a little bit, but breaking this game down, like, again, I look at Jackson state uh, again, you know, I I don't know. I, I don't know. Like I, you know, obviously Jackson State dominated Edward Waters. No question about it. But I really don't know because now you're playing a team that I would say on paper, Grambling is better than Jackson State. So now you have to contend if you're the Tigers with this Grambling team that has been really, really good the last couple of, even when Grambling wasn't wasn't good, it was good. Like when they weren't winning Western Division crowns, Grambling was good. I mean, I think, I talked about Jeremy Hickbottom. think he's going to be improved this year. I look at uh, Keelan Elder, the running back, one of the running backs for Grambling. I mean, this is a young man, uh, his last game on the biggest stage, the biggest stage, rushed for 112 yards 
and a touchdown on 19 carries against Southern in that Bayou Classic going back to 2019. Yeah, I get it. That was 2019. And by the way, Jackson State has played a football game. So Jackson State has already played a game. It's already got a game under its belt. Uh, is that an advantage for Jackson State? Probably. You know, I, I would definitely say so, no matter what the opponent was. But you got to know that Gramlin's going to come out and be prepared. Look out for this kid, C.J. Russell, the running back for Grambling. He's like top six all-time in the state of Louisiana in terms of running backs uh, in high school. And they're expecting a lot of big things from this young man. That offensive line should be pretty good. So I'm going to go prediction here. I'm going to go Grambling wins this football game by 10 points. I think Grambling wins this football game against Jackson State. By 10 points is our Box to Row National Game of the Week. So that'll wrap it up for today's HBCU Football Daily Podcast. I want you to have an absolutely wonderful weekend. I want you to enjoy week three of the HBCU football season. Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast where you can find us online at BoxToRow.com to listen or download also on Apple Podcasts as well as iHeartMedia.com. Have a wonderful weekend, and I'll talk with you on Monday. Find the Box to Row YouTube page for conversations with stars like Omari Hardwick, Brandy, Michael Strahan, and with some of our favorite sports guests over the years. Box to Row. Box to Row. Box to Row.